Sure. Um, game week's here. We're really excited about it. So I'm um, looking forward to getting the team ready and then, um, you know, just polishing things up for this week and, and make make the uh, make sure that we're ready for this uh, this trip. And so we're heading out a couple days early, like we normally do when we go out, out east. And um, we'll have, uh, you know, an opportunity to practice a couple times out there and uh, in, in that environment. And looking forward to the matchup, uh, expecting a really good, uh, well-coached team from South Florida. Uh, we don't know a lot about them because they have some new, even though they have a lot of returning production, um, there's a lot of players that, that played quite a bit last year that are back. Uh, they've asked it, uh, they've also added uh, some transfers on uh, the transfer portal. So there's some new bodies there, specifically with the quarterback, with Bohannon, uh, someone that we're familiar with that has a lot of uh, ability and um, athleticism, can throw the ball. He's, he's a seasoned vet. And so um, looking at, 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 at that combined with there's a lot of unknown still. We don't know much about what they do on offense or what they do on defense with the new coordinators that they have. Um, we'll have to be ready for everything, and we're prepping that way. That that happens sometimes in season openers. Last year against Arizona, it's a very similar thing where we didn't know a, a whole lot uh, going into that game. Uh, I, I think it's very similar. We have an idea, but they could do a lot of different things. Probably some of the things that were successful for what they saw last year against us. and uh, So we're working towards all that and, and trying to cover all our bases with it and uh, looking forward to the matchup. Though I think uh, once the game starts, we'll, we'll do our best with the scheme and strategies and, and let the boys just play and, and settle it on the field. So I, I know our guys are looking forward to the matchup and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'll take any questions that you guys have for me. We'll go Darnell and then Jared. Good morning, Kalani. Um You've made reference to sports scientists mm -hmm. uh, on your uh, staff during fall camp. What's been the impact of them on fall camp and as you see the impact throughout the season? Yeah, um, two, two men specifically they're talking about are Colby Clawson and, and Skyler Main. And uh, those two additions to our staff have been huge for um, – they have the background to uh, – with, with the strength room, connecting the strength room with the training room. And then also using uh, data and research to help get our guys in the, in the optimal position for success, which is performance. And, and looking at that, I think it's been good for them. We've talked about being healthy, uh, bringing them in, allowed us to be as healthy as we could, even though we're, we push the guys quite a bit. It just helps out. That, that's our area of expertise. And so I like having them in the team. I like having them uh, combined working with with. Uh, sports medicine and working with the strength room, I think it's a really good system that we have in place right now, and um, just just really thankful that they're here here for us. That that stuff I don't know, and in the past it's kind of you're just you're just hoping that uh, that you're getting it right. And I mentioned before, hope's not a good strategy. Now we know uh, where when we could push guys, how we could push them. That's why last week or a little bit more in the week we did the two, you know, some really two physical moments of work we thought we could do that on Saturday and Tuesday and still be okay and never done that before but the you know the research and the, the data told us we could we could push these guys and now we're trying to rally them back and get their legs back guys look really good on Saturday in Saturday's practice I'm looking forward to see how they look today and so everything is is um, deliberate in how we approach the game 
and uh, we'll see how it works this weekend going into Saturday. Thanks, Phil. Lonnie, it's been eight months since the last game. A lot of work gets done during that time between spring camp, fall camp, all the off-season stuff, the conditioning. What is it like for you as the coach to finally get back to another game week after after eight months of just kind of prep work and building for, for these games? Well, I guess the easy way to answer that is you guys have been waiting for this moment too, right? So all the media people are like, hey, let's get let's get the season going. And fans are feeling that way. So you can imagine how the players and the coaches are feeling. Um, it, we're, we're excited for football to be back here. It was cool to watch week zero happen last week, you know, and preseason NFL games and high school football games are going on. So uh, it, we're, we're right in the beginning of it. And, and um, this is, I, I, like, I like the next few months, what's about to happen with football and and uh, I'm excited for it. I think the guys are really excited. We just had to get through the, the, the grueling parts of, of, of fall camp. And now that we're at this point, I feel really good about our team, feel good about our preparation. Um, like I said, there's a, there's a, a few unknowns on, on how we're, you know, our opponent. There's some things that they don't know about us either. And so uh, when we get to the, f- the field, we'll, we'll figure it out. But um, when it comes down to it, everybody has 11 guys on the side on the field performing and, and we'll just have to uh, adjust as we go along but the fact that football is here that's that's the the energy and the you just feel the energy and the excitement in in everyone not just the, the football program but that's everywhere you can feel from every it doesn't matter who it is the fans media staff faculty you know everybody's excited about football so definitely the players and the, the coaches are too you mentioned pushing the guys and having those real physical scrimmages. There's also been, you know, we've seen the the, the posts of having fun, the, the top golf, the you know, going down the river, things like that. That balance, how important is it as you try and gear up and, and hit that right balance between really pushing the guys with the work and having fun so they're ready to enjoy the game and, and play at their best? I think just trying to keep everything balanced, you know. It, 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 we want our guys to be great at football, and so the answer is that you just work football the entire time. But I also want our guys to love each other and enjoy being around each other. And, um, and so sometimes you take them out of the the football field and you allow them just to be themselves and to hang out. And um, you know, I, I I really believe in in team team chemistry, allowing you to feel more trustworthy with each other on the field. I think right now when you talk football, they trust whoever catches up the ball the best, Jaron trust whoever runs the routes the best but um, getting to know somebody and even their vulnerabilities and being able to share some time together um, they're, they're, I have to mix that with the, the adversity and overcoming the, the, the sore and the, the tired right now we're adding it with with good meals and activities and things like that. I, that that's a family we're trying to grow together as a family and it's never perfect but we're, we're really working on it and and I like the way the family's loving each other right now. So that hopefully that'll pay, you know, pay off big for us on, on Saturday. Okay, and then Jake. Kalani, you guys are uh, in your era, seven and five in East Coast Conference games, or where you, when you play on the East Coast. What do you attribute that to, aside from obviously going the day early like you instigated? Well, I mean, it's, it's always hard to go uh, couple time zones away and to adjust to it the climate I mean it's it's 
I think that's always going to be part of the, the game, but part of the preparation. But um, when it comes down to it, it's just playing your best and seeing how you match up. I, I don't know all those games and, and how they planned out, but I feel I feel really confident. And we know more now than we did when I was a player, so it, using the the data is important and having people to rely on to say, okay, yeah, this is a, a wise move. And we talked about preparing for the game last week. We didn't talk about it doing, you know, the day before. We're, we're talking about being deliberate about your nutrition and how you hydrate, um, just your, your, your weight. We've been weighing the guys before and after every practice, so we know how we can replenish them along the way. And we'll be doing the same thing during the game. So we, we uh, I don't have all the answers, but other people do. And, I, and I'm okay with allowing them to, to give us their expertise and their feedback. And, and uh, I'm seeing it help our players out so far. So hopefully this will be, uh, this will help us, you know, be one and all. In, in 2022, that's all I'm focused on. The other stuff in the past, we, I think we've learned from it where you can say, okay, we going at this time would be beneficial, going at this time didn't work as much, but now we have more data, more information to, to make us better, make wiser decisions. And then I'm assuming you're releasing the depth chart today. Any, maybe anything we're gonna be surprised about or, or is it pretty similar to what it was after, after spring camp? Yeah, well, I think they're just the guys that didn't play in spring, right? And so maybe maybe a few surprises, but I don't know, really surprises. You guys kind of know from what you've you've um, been able to see from our, our team, you kind of know who the who the guys are and who the depth is. I think you guys could probably figure out the depth chart before we even put it out. So, but yeah, I, I don't I don't know if there's any surprises. There's not going to be any surprise. You know, puncher showing up or anything like that recalls our guy. So, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's I don't know if we need to even come out with the depth chart. We'll just we'll see. You guys, you guys can figure it out. And you guys should release it to everyone. <laughs> we try. We just don't want to be wrong. Well, you just make up. I'll tell you. But 18 positions on defense and 14 on offense, and then just fill in the names. And I think you'll be. I think you guys will be spot on. Should be a game. You'd see if you can match it up with what the coaches think. I bet you. I bet you wouldn't be far off. I don't know. If it'd be 18 names on defense. I'm just making fun of that. <laughs> but we will have our captains and our leadership. Um, our, our our co-captains or alternate captains announced later today too. We just wanted to uh, make sure we announce it to the team before we let the public know. Kalani, uh, rain is in the forecast potentially for Saturday for the game. Are you going to do anything in particular to prepare for that or adjust to it in-game? Well, we've had some games where it's been uh, some practices already that's been kind of wet, you know, and, and uh, had a scrimmage that was kind of wet. So I don't know if we really need to wet the field or, you know, put, put the, the ball in the bucket of water. But um, we just show up and play. They have to play in the same – weather that we play in too so um you know if, if it's rain then great if it's snow we can deal with all that stuff we're just gonna go out there and play and have fun and whatever shows up can't simulate the wind i can't go put up a big old fan and have rico kick into it you know you just have to deal with it so that that's you can't control all of it but the stuff that we can't control is how we're playing technique sound on the on the field and if we're 
making sure we're, we're minimizing all the mistakes, trying to do all the all the fundamental football. Um, just play great fundamental football. We can control all that stuff. Whether the field is wet or not, that's not in my control. Lavelle could, could control that more than I did, and I haven't figured that one out yet. Also wanted to ask you, last year you faced Gary Bohannon when he was at Baylor. What do you remember about him as a quarterback, and what do you expect from Saturday against him? Well, his poise, first of all. He, he's been in in tough situations and helped his team win uh, you know, Big 12 championships. So it's not like going against our defense. And he's he has experience against our defense. So it's not like he he's a guy that's kind of brand new to the, to the game. I think when you're dealing with someone that you haven't seen, there's a lot of film with him. So um, he, his poise is the thing that I was really impressed with the first time we played him. And I saw and I continue to see him do that in every game that he played in. So uh, I, don't, I don't think there's going to be a lot that's going to surprise him. Uh, he has some new weapons to work with and, and a new team and a new coordinator that we, we you know, we're, we're kind of guessing on what we're going to see. But um, he's really talented and, and I think I think we're going to get his best shot. We just need to make sure that he doesn't have as much success against us last time we saw him. Ned, Gemma, and Kevin. Lonnie, what are your expectations for Jaron Hall this season? Um, everything. I mean, <laughs> he's our quarterback, so, I, you know, it's like the what do you expect from your quarterback, especially at BYU, and especially under, you know, with A-Rod's offense. I think he's be a great decision maker and where he puts the ball. Um, how to check, make the checks and make the proper adjustments during the play. Um, the thing I won't have to worry about him is, is his leadership during the game and on the sideline, the, how he motivates the guys. The guys respond really well to him. So there's, there's a lot of things I'm not concerned about. I, I'd like to see him just get out there and play and let loose. I, I think last year he was, he was trying to win a spot. This year it's a different feel where he knew it's his spot. He was able to practice and maybe take some chances in practice. And, and I saw the same transition that um, Zach was able to do when he, when he was here and felt like more comfortable with the starting spot. And so I think when we named him the starter early, it allowed him to focus on just playing the game and not worry about making mistakes, making mistakes in practice um, because it would hurt his chance of winning the spot. Now he's just – he made mistakes in practice. Hopefully he got them all out of the way so we can – play you know air free on Saturday but I like him being aggressive and I like him taking uh, calculated risks and I think that that's that's what I saw a huge improvement from him in camp and we'll see what how it happens on Saturday but I feel confident in, in him and his abilities we didn't see much of Puka Nakua and Gunnar Romney in the final weeks of camp are they going to play on Saturday yeah right now everybody's um, we don't we really don't talk about it until we're still um, on uh, Wednesday, we'll probably have a better idea for everyone. But yeah, we're planning on guys playing. Nobody's lost for the season right now. We'll, we'll, we still have some work to do this the next next couple of days, but we feel good about about those guys. Going off of Jaron, have you had a conversation with him about the last time that he went and visited USF at all, or not really? Not really. It seems so long ago, you know. So, uh, but. He was doing great, so I'm not really worried about him. It's a different staff, a different team, uh, same colors, same same stadium. But I think uh, 
he's a he's a different player himself too than when we first went there. So and I know he's excited to get the season going. It just so happens it it's in it's in Tampa against South Florida. Take last question from Jared. Juani, I'm sure you've heard about the uh, what happened to volleyball and, and some of the um, you know kind of the the fallout and those things. You have obviously a lot of minority representation on the coaching staff and on your team. And when when these types of situations arise where there's allegations of racial slurs or this type of thing. What do you do? How do you address it with the team? What do you guys talk about? Like, what's what's the approach to try and make sure it's handled internally and prepared mm-hmm. for anything potentially that might come externally? Well, our culture on this team is love and learn, and um, we follow Christ and we, we talk about love one another. That was one of our, our you know, main models on the team is, is words of Christ to love one another. That means to love everyone and, and be inclusive of everybody and um, I think that's the focus that we have is just do whatever we can to help serve others and help make anybody that's struggling to ease their pain and uh, we do that by serving and helping so we're always going to be focused on that I think you know we're, we're maybe all the stuff that I've, I don't know how much more I need to say about it other than we're really focused on helping people and um, serving others and, and love one another is going to be the key for us. And we're, we're not perfect at, at everything that we do as a team, but I love where we're at. And I love the, the program, I love the people. I feel really confident that our guys are bought into our culture and, and are, are doing a great job at being ambassadors of it.